0: Hey guys, Sam here. Uh, since we had so much to talk about with WandaVision, we decided to split it up into two episodes. So, without further ado, here's the conclusion of our episode of WandaVision. You think you know what we're going to talk about.
1: But unfortunately, I fell down a damn rabbit hole and I've not gotten out yet.
2: <laughs> Knife bros.
0: I literally Googled Sebastian Stan Hands. But just when you least expect it, we changed the game.
2: Well, yeah, because like, usually in astrology, they would partner up air signs with fire signs. All right, y- you, can, you can huggle time travel stories. and At the
0: end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide.
1: Well, we should make it a topic. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take German in school. I barely took, I took Spanish and I don't remember any of it.
0: Three Fates Decide podcast. Yeah, going back to the the episodes. um,
1: (laughs) We're in episode seven. Are we still?
0: Yeah, I guess because we kind of we kind of talked about six a little bit about like what uh, Pietro had said. I do like in episode six that they had Wanda dress up as the Scarlet
2: Uh Witch. Well, yeah, I mean they were all dressed up as Uh, their comic book as like their actual costumes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was
1: awesome
2: yeah so i thought i thought that
0: was that was cool it was awesome um pretty yeah and then it was pretty funny yeah oh yeah yeah uh benedict uh benedict Cumberbatch. see look we were talking <laughs> about him paul bettany uh in that costume was pretty hilarious oh, that was
1: great that was probably my favorite of, of all of the costumes i was just like seeing the uh like the previews for wandavision and knowing that episode was coming and knowing he was going to be dressed up like that i was like i can't wait to see this
2: and i mean it's like that- yeah, yeah. yeah i mean like, like for a halloween it's like- episode it's like at that point it's like vision you could totally walk around looking like your normal vision self and everybody would believe you're in a costume yes <laughs> it would I mean, be like the one night you could walk around totally normal. in your normal self and everybody would believe you you're you're wearing a costume it would have been, been great it would have been liberating
1: it would have but but it was just like i i cracked up at that ep- when i saw him walk down the steps i was just like god oh. because i knew it was coming and i was just like right. I can't wait
2: yeah i mean i just really thought it was hilarious how pietro actually ended up dressing up like how he like i think it might have been like the first incarnation of the character in in the comics where that's like his that's how he's he was designed to look like with the hair and the light blue Mm -hmm. uh costumes so i just thought it was also really adorable how i think it was tommy tommy's the speedster how tommy was like basically mini mini uncle pietro yes that was adorable
1: That was. And then poor Billy. I just, he, he, I don't even know. I'm not sure who he was supposed to be dressed up like.
2: I had to look it up. That is actually his costume in Young Avengers. Okay. Hint, hint. Possible preview of the future.
1: Um, Well, I mean, if that post credit scene on episode nine, of the indication... She's gonna bring them boys back.
2: I mean, it really would open a lot of doors in in terms of storytelling if they actually use the whole concept of Young Avengers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But the other right.
1: Well, I think they're doing Young Avengers. They're I'm sure they're gonna bring Young Avengers in in probably as uh, Phase Five. I would say it's
2: possible. I mean obviously yeah
1: cuz i mean they're kind of setting they're kind of setting it up with um, Black Widow because i think Natasha's going to hand off the Black Widow title cuz obviously she dies um, to Yelena right and then Hawkeye is passing the torch on to I am um, you know uh,
2: Kate Bishop
1: yeah, Kate Bishop. I couldn't think of her name. I was like, I can think of the I can think of the actress's name, but I couldn't think of the character. something. so I mean he's he's gonna pass on the title to her. so I mean, it could really set up for phase five for a young Avengers like movie or TV show or something to come out.
2: yeah, I had to look up Young Avengers because like I'm not a comic book reader like i I, I try to follow it. Follow some of this stuff like through like other podcasts and things, but I mostly look it up on like sites like Wikipedia. So yeah. the thing with young Avengers is that depending on which characters they actually start introducing in the later, you know, movies and TV series, okay. it's very it has a lot of potential because um aside from how the twins show up. As members of the Young Avengers, some of the other characters are actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting if they really do follow through and reintroduce Billy and Tommy like they did in the comics. Because in the comics, Uh they got reincarnated into new bodies and they got reborn as mutants. So they ended up getting... Their power, the powers that we saw them using in WandaVision, where Billy has the uh-huh. psychic powers, kind of like Wanda does. And we saw Tommy's a speedster. So in the comics, they ended up becoming yeah. reborn as mutants. So, yes, yeah,
1: speed and Wiccan.
2: Right. So we have yet to, s- so we'll have to see if they're going to give them a similar. Return, but yeah, um, just to like kind of tie back to WandaVision a little bit more. Um, episode seven was just wow. I mean, it was like a- all along,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that Katha Khan sung her own song, which amazing, it's just like,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, how great was that i mean who can how many people get to say that like i got to sing my own theme song right not many no not many
1: and but, she, you
0: know, she, she really was floored by the uh the love
1: yeah she's like this, this horrible person but yet damn it she made you root for because right? you, you're kind of like man i know you're supposed to be you're supposed to be this awful person Ag- agatha but Man, I really want you to do it. I really want you to win. <laughs> that's that's some damn good acting when you make when she makes you want to do. Every, you know.
0: Yeah, well, and I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I think she's always you know phenomenal in in her role. She always plays like the the secondary role, but you always remember her. Hmm. So. But of course, you know she got a a bigger part, obviously, as we learned. Yes. Than than just the that nosy neighbor, she's nah. the witch, and she killed Sparky. Yeah. So she's a bitch.
1: Yes. I did kill know, a dog. I, you're I, a bitch. That that was what made me dislike her is when she killed Sparky. But at the same time, when they when she brought Sparky out from a uh, in that in the what was that episode. Five when yeah. Five or wherever. yeah it was I five. Had, yeah. I kind of knew she did it at that point. And I, I mean, have to say I I, I, I also like that she was who she was who she ended up being. So
2: I just thought it was really funny how the song when you actually listen to it I immediately thought the monsters and then it turned out yeah, it was it was inspired by the monsters theme song, <laughs> which is which is awesome. And it's so on theme as well when you really think about it. Not just because The monsters was a sitcom, but it's a sitcom about these monsters living in suburbia and they're trying to fit in. Meanwhile, you have this character that seems to naturally fit in a suburb, and yet she's actually a monster hiding in plain sight, and you just don't realize it
1: yeah
2: and it's pretty damn catchy
1: it is it's just catchy too
2: i was just i mean i was also really impressed when like i looked up the credits and i realized like it's the same couple who wrote let it go and into the unknown and all those songs so catchy it was also Uh kind of funny how like people were already predicting for a long time that this character that this mysterious character that Catherine was playing could be Agatha but of course people are like what are you talking about this is just you're you 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 guys are just throwing crazy ideas out there well you know sometimes crazy ideas do turn out to be right well
0: and it's so funny because I just remember after I watched that episode we were talking on our discord and you were like like, oh yeah, I know. I wonder. And you like started sprouting out all this stuff and I was like, Holy crap, like you're you're hitting it dead on <laughs> with everything you're saying. And I couldn't say anything because you hadn't seen the episode yet.
2: Yeah, because like I mean, I I don't read like all of those uh, articles that I get written up about announcements and things, but sometimes I do read them and What they end up writing about are like some extremely popular fan theories, especially fan theories by fan theories by comic book readers, because obviously people who are reading some of these different titles would be the fans that are going to have a leg up on what they think Marvel is going to be adapting for, you know, the next Doctor Strange movie or for Captain America 2 or whatever, because... They're going to be familiar with all the major storylines involving these characters. So they, so I remember I kept reading about everybody saying, like, well, Agatha is a big character for Wanda because in the comics, Agatha is a witch who ends up at various points in Wanda's, you know, development with her powers. Agatha is one of her many teachers. So that's why like I kept reading, like, well, what if Catherine Hahn is playing a version of this character? And I was like, huh, that does sound intriguing. It, it would kind of make sense. So that's kind of like why I mentioned that in that chat. And you were like saying how like you were kind of like, ugh.
0: I was like, oh, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. It's
1: like I can't <laughs> say anything.
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, but I think it's hilarious how. Another fan theory that people like kind of had a mini meltdown over was about Mephisto showing up, and he never did. No, they kept hinting at him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I seriously thought he was going to show up in the last episode, but in a way, I'm glad he didn't. But at the same time, I was kind of like, man, I really wanted him to show up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's like, it it just means that it's very possible that the hints towards him could either be just Easter eggs or it could be hinting that he is gonna eventually show up but it's just that it's not now. Which Mm -hmm. to be fair, from a narrative perspective, might've been like, again, like one of those things that would've been way too many concepts to throw in to one show. Kind of like how people were theorizing like maybe this Pietro could be the lead into X Men showing up, but yeah, it turns out to be like an extravagant stunt casting thing, so
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I was kind of bummed about that because I would like X Men to like join the MCU.
1: Well, didn't they finally get the rights to it?
2: I think yeah. so, yeah,
1: I thought thought marvel studios finally got the rights to it because i know disney has the rights to it because they show they have almost all the x-men on disney plus except for the ones that are rated r because
0: mm-hmm. disney don't want those
1: yeah i mean
2: it. it's like there's a couple of different possibilities they could do with the mutant characters it's either they could do some nutty thing where the mutants got pulled in from an alternate universe, which is a popular fan theory
1: uh-huh.
2: or they could come up with an alternative explanation as to why mutants are suddenly showing up in this particular universe.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's
2: there's pretty good cases to be made about either option. I mean, I think- yeah.
1: I think if they're going to do it, they're probably going to end up doing it like they're from um, since they're they're bringing in the multiverse with Doctor Strange and they've already done the time travel shit. So I think they'll just they'll yes, end up probably do doing again. it like Yeah, we're not going to do time travel again, but we're I think they'll bring in the they're from a different it's an alternate reality to and that because technically, uh, Wanda and uh, Quicksilver were mutants in the comics, right? right.
0: Um, but going into how I guess Wanda's backstory on episode eight made me cry.
1: Oh God, yes.
0: Poor, poor Wanda.
1: Yeah, I, I, I. What got me was the final. When she gets to the, um, just the outline of the home. That's where I broke.
0: I broke when she said to Vision, I can't feel you anymore. And then she leaves. Which, then I was wondering, like, why the hell was Hayward, like, why did he lie?
1: Well, we found out.
0: Yeah, like, why? I guess it was because he was building... The new vision. But why did he want to get rid of Wanda? Because she's a threat. Well she's I don't know sad.
1: that he necessarily wanted to get rid of Wanda. At first. Until she had. Brought vision. Brought his vision back online. Yeah. And then after that he was going. Then then he wanted to get rid of her. And once he was able to, once he was able to bring his vision back online. Bring his vision online that's when he really went with the, we're going to destroy her. Because I think he knew anything else wasn't going to work.
0: Well, yeah, he tried to, he tried some other things and it didn't work, so.
1: But I think he knew they weren't going to work. I, I really think he, he knew that they weren't, he was just trying to piss her off to the point that she snapped. Basically, you know what I mean?
0: hmm Yeah. No, but I did. I felt, I, I felt bad. Like you y- you really didn't, I mean, it's like obviously like we knew how much heartbreak she had in her life, but to see it, it was very yeah. sad. Yeah.
1: I think that like, I said, I was, it made me sad when she said she couldn't feel him anymore, but what really broke, cause that's when she broke down. And that's when I broke. Mm-hmm. When I saw her break down and then, Just heart-wracking sobs. I was just like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm I'm sitting there watching it with tears streaming down my face. Not gonna lie, I was like, I'm done. Then it made me want to go hug my family. I think, yeah,
2: I think one of the fascinating things about that episode was as messed up as it was, Agatha was almost like. Her therapist trying to force her to really confront her traumas because I think that the fact that she created this alternative reality to act as a way as a coping mechanism, forcing her to finally confront these things in her past is part of the way to finally address all of the problems that she's had and all this emotional turmoil she's had and kind of face her truth that's the other thing that came up in the previous episode what when she when there was that confrontation with Monica was that Wanda is not ex- is not embracing her truth she's almost in denial in a way That, you know, she's had all these losses and she's not doing like the proverbial final stage of grief, which is to finally accept it. Right. Yeah. And you're creating this alternative universe and you're in essence lying to yourself that everything is fine and everything can be happy, but it's not. None of this is real. You're just running away from your pain and you're not confronting it and realizing what it you know, you're, you're not realizing what is the truth here. You're just, you're just lying to yourself. And that's not, that's not the way to live. And it's not the way to move forward, you know? So Right. In 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 a bizarre, in its only like, twisted, bizarre way, Agatha was, in essence, the therapist kind of guiding Wanda along, and that is what leads up to the final episode, which is the the proverbial final stage of grief, which is accepting that Vision is gone, or at least the Vision that she knows is gone, and she has to let him go and accept it.
0: Mm-hmm
2: because otherwise what kind of life are you really living
1: right but that was but the way he said we've we've said goodbye or the way she said we've said goodbye before so we'll say hello again it kind of makes me think that because he knows that other visions out, he knows the white visions out there and he and that he remembers that he unlocked the memories he unlocked the the past of him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think he real. I think he's. I think somehow that vision is going to find Wanda. Somehow, oh, okay. some way, somewhere, right? And come and come into it, you know, come back into her life again.
2: It's just that he's not going to have the emotional attachments. He's going to only have like the factual knowledge of these things happen and that we had these moments together but they don't necessarily mean anything to him right right yeah so i don't know which is worse
0: <laughs> and you know it's like minus like you know her losing vision i feel bad about the kids
1: yeah I think that's what hurt more than because we already knew vision was dead right we we knew that and we've we've all come to accept that vision had passed at least the fans did she hadn't so that didn't really surprise so i wasn't so sad about vision leave about her losing vision again but it's like the children she had created out of yeah inspiration i guess
0: and like what what killed me also was that she didn't realize what she was doing to the the people of Westview. Yeah. you know she didn't realize that they were all actually miserable. Right. She she thought that they were happy with the alternate reality that uh, she gave them. So it was quite eye opening for her to mm-hmm. realize that she was the monster that. You know, haunted them, which is sad.
1: Yeah, when they said when they when they told her that when they when she let them sleep that they had her nightmares, that was just kind of like chilling, mm. because you can imagine the nightmares that she would really have.
2: Yeah, right. Which ties into like I was saying before was that. She was not embracing her truth. She was not really embracing what is the reality of the situation. And she's so focused on her grief that she doesn't realize that she's let her powers get out of control. And she's projecting all of her emotions onto other people who very much never asked for it. And she's kind of dragged them into her problems. And she's turning into the... She's the one who's turning into the enemy and not this other witch who never really did anything. I mean, they didn't help... She didn't help the people of Westview, but she didn't particularly do anything to hurt any of them either. So who ends up turning who ends up looking like the villain here mm-hmm. Yeah. so yeah so it's like again it's part of the whole final stage of grief which is the acceptance and she's fine and she realizes that you know what i need to i, I need to i have to get i have to snap out of this because it's not fair to all these other people either
1: right
0: yeah right and she gives up happy life for them but you know and it's sad because like even when she came back to the center of town to talk to monica she she said she knew that forever she's going to be the monster to them so and i don't you know i hope that they don't make her evil um going forward but you never know
2: i have to say i I, I really do appreciate this one other thing about the show is they really start exploring more about magic in in the Marvel, in, in the MCU. I mean, we had some touches on magic with Doctor Strange, but that's just like one branch of magic, I guess. And to, an, to a certain extent, you kind of saw it with Loki as well, but they didn't really... Touch upon it very much other than him using it as like ways to trick people,
1: I know which was annoying to me because I'm like I'm really hoping they address that in the TV show, right. I mean, the dude is hat is is a te- is technically a giant a frost giant And he's yeah. got frost giant powers. Let's use them,
2: yeah, yeah that that was annoying i have to admit as i think about it
1: because i'm like it was in the first movie and then we heard nothing else about it i was like
0: yeah they just like, like okay it's
1: like i know it was a different director and different writers and everything but i'm like good god you can't just tell me he's a frost giant have given frost giant powers turn him blue part of the time and then say oh no never mind
0: <laughs> just kidding
2: yeah i mean i i I agree i do hope they explore that a bit more with the tv series but um like i was saying before i do appreciate how with wandavision they did i mean it's not like a it's obviously not like a full exploration of witchcraft and magic usage there but they did at, at least kind of gave you some 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 understanding of it because even with Doctor Strange, it's not like a full understanding of like how that branch of magic works, but you at least got some idea of it because they did, you know, do the uh, the uh, magic version of the uh, sports movie training montage where you kind of saw how Strange is like starting to learn more about the magic that they do and you see him studying and everything Yeah. So you do get hints of it with WandaVision where you realize that witchcraft is also similar in that you can study it to a degree, but it's also a mixture of like what you would call like, I guess, traditional witchcraft where you have the whole idea of like having covens and you have like sisters that both support you but also teaches you because inevitably when you have a group of women or a group of other people or just a group in general there's going to be at least one or two people in the group that know more about something than everybody else does and they can end up teaching everybody else like hey have you ever tried doing it like this way or whatever so i i think that's that's pretty cool that they actually started giving us some of that yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I definitely think that, and it just based off of the um, the end credit scene uh, with Wanda, they're gonna dive more into it. So that's exciting too. So like, it looks like we're gonna continue to kind of learn more about that. So
2: yeah, I mean, I do hope like it does come up more in again the Doctor Strange movie. Is because like there's so much potential here that you could do with it it's mm-hmm. like it's like one of the aspects of that that's from the comics that never got really delved into with the mcu because they've obviously been dealing with like aliens and technology and stuff like that but you know the magical stuff is like the forgotten stepchild or i guess <laughs> it, you know from the comics but um it's like
1: the red-headed stepchild ain't nobody like it yeah <laughs> they don't talk about yeah <laughs> i know yeah I,
2: I i also like how i again another thing about the magic they were introducing with in in terms of at least the witchcraft thing is i thought it was interesting how they had they made it. They they kind of implied that there is a connection between your emotions and magic, which is a concept that shows up in other fantasy stories that involve magic as well. Like they'll they'll mention how like your ability to control your own powers and to use them are affected by your emotions like if you are emotionally disturbed or your feelings are out of control your magic is out of control like you you can't make the spells you want happen the way you intended them to or you just completely lose all control and you end up creating an alternate universe if you're powerful enough so right. that's always that 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 was pretty cool too
0: yeah no i thought you know for the first uh Disney Plus series for Marvel. I thought that they did a, a great job in terms of leading us into other uh movies in terms of bringing other you know certain things to the forefront as opposed to kind of keeping them in the background. I thought I really thought they did a great job with the series overall. I I really enjoyed it.
1: I did too especially yeah. at, especially considering i wasn't sure if i was even going to watch it and then by this by the end of the second episode i was hooked i was like got to know
0: <laughs> what's going on well yeah it's funny cuz like my boss he was like oh I, like i watched like the first two episodes and and i i didn't really like it i was like no 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 i said you have to keep going i said yeah. you know the the second episode is when they start showing you things i said but like the third episode is when like stuff really starts happening and then it just gets better and better and better and better and better i was like you have to keep watching i said it gets it's so good
1: yeah i was like by the like i said by the end of set i watched the first episode i was like eh, and thank god yeah. the second episode came out the same day i was like otherwise i probably never would have watched it again
0: yeah well yeah because the first like i said the first episode you're kind of like all right i don't get it like yeah. Vision's dead, but he's somehow here. We're in this nineteen fifties, you know, TV show. Like
1: sitcom and we're like, yeah, the like what's cool going
0: what's sitcom. going on. Like this makes zero sense. But then suddenly it all makes sense. Now we know why they were all sitcoms because Wanda likes sitcoms. They made they, you know, were there for her during the worst moments of her life.
1: Yes. And they so. were they were her escape from reality.
0: Yep. Which, is what
1: is what they were.
0: Really? It's that's all WandaVision was, was just a big old escape yep. for her.
1: hmm
0: So I'd give it a good grade. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. For a Marvel series. Yeah, I I definitely would recommend it to anyone who is a Marvel fan. Like if they hadn't already been watching this show then they definitely should mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. i Man. just think we're two weeks away from the falcon and the winter soldier
0: i am so excited i really I, hope it's as good as like i'm making it to be in my, in my
1: head. Head. In your head i know say i'm like i really want this to do well and i really want it to do well for anthony mackie's character especially to have a to have a, a black male lead is Amazing, especially for something like that. And then for him to become Captain America, which has already been, which is, which he's already said is what happens that he does take it, he does officially take over the mantle as Captain America. So I think it'll Did be he- interesting. To, yeah. I think he said it in an interview a while ago.
0: Cause I know like more recently he was like, technically he didn't accept the shield. He took it, but he didn't accept it. So, you know, we're going to find out.
1: Yeah now I could have swore I read somewhere that he actually did admit that he that he does become Captain America.
0: I guess we'll find out. I,
1: I yeah, I,
2: I mean, yeah, I mean he definitely was Captain America in the comics, but again with because of the nature of comics, it's like sometimes like like you've had multiple people who was Captain America for a variety of reasons until obviously Steve ends up taking it back again, but again, you know, comic w- book world is different,
0: right? Because Bucky is Captain America at one point too in the comics, so
2: yeah,
1: I was gonna
0: say yeah. I, I don't think we're gonna see that.
2: Yeah,
1: no, but they keep making it seem like that's what's gonna happen in the in the series by giving because they have Bucky gra- uh, holding the or catching the shield. I'm like, really on now yeah
0: but then if you look at so like he's wearing the blue shirt
1: yeah um, i i know it's i know it's not
0: and then you know they have the shot where they're walking away from each other which i'm guessing is like the ending shot of the series
1: could be i don't know
0: and sam has that shield
1: right so i just i just want i want sam to have the shield i want sam to be captain america yeah
0: i'm just i'm just looking forward to both in both of the characters having more of a story yeah you know like it's funny because like even captain america winter soldier like seb was in it for like 15 minutes
1: i know and it was was a a movie movie about about him him. (laughs) he's like it for like a fourth of the time and he has like 10 words he says like (laughs) 10 words i'm like but, the man but I knew him without having to say a damn thing that's talent
2: yeah I just hope like he, he gets a chance to really show what he can do in the show just because it's like I'm trying to think like after the first after the first Cap movie I'm just trying to think of how, how much dialogue he actually gets in the other movies like he barely says anything in Winter Soldier I mean, I guess he had a few lines in Civil War, but not like a lot. Same thing with Infinity War, really. Well, like in Infinity War and Endgame,
0: him and Sam were like barely even in it. Yeah. Yeah. Him less than 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 Sam. That's why like I really want the two of them to be able to
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know tell their story. Yeah, because right.
1: well, we know nothing about Sam really. If you think no. about
0: no, we I mean, know that he was in the military, but and we know his partner got killed. Yeah. But we don't really know the story or anything like that, so I hope they dive into that a little bit.
1: I think they are. I think they will. I think we're going to get the backstory of Sam, and then we're going to get not so much the backstory of Bucky, but we're getting Bucky in this, gener- in this century having to try to uh, navigate the modern world. Right. So...
0: While also working with Sam and
1: beating
2: yeah. <laughs> Zemo mill again. Well, um, I mean, you know, that, yeah, that's where the wackiness ensues in the
1: show. Well, yeah, I mean, I swear they just, they just, literally all they did was they took Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, put them in a costume and said, be yourselves.
2: <laughs> except I just except hate each other more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I
0: just love that they have bucky ripping off his, his sleeve, sleeve and everyone's putting again memes up of like that interview where you know they were talking about bucky like buying himself like a jacket or whatever and then just like ripping the sleeve off and being like all right i look good
1: <laughs> i swear they that i swear that's probably why they did that yeah because you can like, see him look look down at his arm look down at that jacket and be like this ain't right and he just takes that sleeve and just rips it off and he's like Okay.
0: Much better, <laughs>
1: much better, and it's just like they it's like they made the meme reality, and I love it.
0: Like, I feel like you watched their interviews and was like, All right, we're gonna put something like this in, we're gonna put something like that in, yeah, <laughs> and, this, and go.
1: we're gonna do that, and <laughs> that, that logo kicked your ass. <laughs>
0: Oh God. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. I am. I'm ex- honestly Honestly, like, like I said, I'm excited for this, this phase. Like, I just think it's going to be good. I can't wait for Black Widow to finally come out a year later than it should have.
1: Yeah. Well, that's even oh, if it yeah. still even comes out in, in May.
0: Yeah. They don't want to do the Disney plus thing. They want to do theaters, which I get, I understand that.
1: Yeah, I do. But at the same time, they may, it, it might be one of those that they're gonna have to end up doing streaming with it.
0: Yeah. But no, I thought the the phase starting with Wandavision was a was a good one.
1: Yeah. Considering it wasn't even supposed to start with Wandavision. It was supposed to start with the Falcon Winter Soldier.
0: Yes. And then because of COVID everything got delayed.
1: Yes.
2: Thanks for listening everyone. Catch us next time and see what we're going to talk about.
1: Because the three fates decide.